0: Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
1: Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.
0: You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art.
1: You know, I had to like was found on the side of the road near Sacramento, nearly 150 miles from where authorities believe she was taken while out jogging near her Northern California home. This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
0: Do you believe Mrs. Papini's story?
1: Absolutely. She reported she had been abducted. Uh, She was discovered in restraints and had been assaulted. You know, after we first talked about Supermom, Sherry Papini, headlines hit the news that I had compared her to runaway bride, Jennifer Wilbanks, and nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, I got into it with a veteran investigative reporter Alan Duke, who is with me today for a rematch on this. Sherry Papini is nothing like Jennifer Wilbanks, as we know the facts right now. Jennifer Wilbanks, uh, it was the night before her wedding. You know, I fell for it. I totally fell for it with Wilbanks. You know, I talked to her father. Her father was beside himself. I wanted to help find her. I don't know why it didn't raise an alarm in my mind, ding, ding, the night before your wedding. Of course, I wasn't nervous the night before my wedding because I had been dating my husband for so many years. But I guess, you know, some people get nervous and, and, you know, crap out. I missed that huge red flag. I don't know what was wrong with me, Alan Duke.
0: 600 guests and 28 bridesmaids for a wedding would scare anybody.
1: Oh, dear Lord in heaven, you got me right in the middle of a gulp of tea. I forgot that little detail because you know, yes. what, you know what David and I did? We One Tuesday we said, okay, we're getting married. We got married that Saturday. Yeah. Sure. I, I flew in my sister and her family, my brother and his family, my husband's family all came, um, and uh, we got a cake pronto. Bam! We rented a, a room, a... Um, Ballroom, as they call it, at at the Ritz. And lucky for us, the next one was empty, so they opened it up. We had a really big space. And I called in my pastor from my youth, and we kneeled down right there and uh, got married. Now, I wasn't completely convinced that was for real. So I had a redo (laughs) about a year later. (laughs) Yes. Funny, uh, look, I don't want another one. No, I've already raised one. I don't need another one. uh, had a redo at my my little Methodist church in Macon Georgia, Liberty Methodist Church because I just wanted to make sure that I had a, done in a church laugh if you want, so yeah, I don't know anything about any six hundred guests, and how many bridesmaids
0: twenty eight oh, bridesmaids,
1: dear Lord, no one. okay, so she takes a powder. And police, the feds, everybody goes on a wild goose chase to find Jennifer Wilbanks. Now, I don't know what you said last time to suggest that she was like Jennifer Wilbanks, but Pepini, to our knowledge, had no big event. She had nothing that would have make, made her leave her children.
0: There are some circumstantial things. Oh, here you that. go. That would reflect on each other. However, the end result, of course, is much different. The husband for Jennifer, I'm sorry, the fiance uh, for Jennifer Wilbanks called the police after she failed to return from her evening jog. That's one similarity in that scenario. And then another yes. Okay,
1: hold on, hold on. Evening jog. So, okay, you've managed to rope in a jog. Right. Although Papini's was in the right. daytime while her children were at daycare. Okay, okay. go ahead.
0: The other similarity is that Wilbanks accused once she was freed.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say is that Wilbanks was a person, and Pepini is well, a person, female. Because okay, <laughs> I think you're stretching. Falsely
0: claimed that she had been kidnapped, assaulted by a Hispanic male and a white woman. The difference is there was the the woman involved. And one of the people were Hispanic, and of course, with uh, Papini, she says that she knew it to be two Hispanic women. Which, you know, women is an unusual thing to carry out a kidnapping alone. The point that we were talking about in our podcast earlier
1: don't don't throw me in the pot with you. I no, I, no you didn't. Did not. That,
0: the headline on that story was absolutely wrong, but that that's a different issue we can take up. The problem. What you did, you asked me a question. You said, Alan, why do people think kidnappings like this are hoaxes? Why do we get that in our head? Basically, you asked me that, and I was recounting... And and you said, and and then I was saying, well, I've covered some sensational stories where it turned out to be hoaxes. And you immediately, because you and I both were at CNN. We were at the same company at the same time. Jennifer Wilbanks was kidnapped. I covered that closely in Atlanta for CNN. Talked to the family and all of that. And we were so shocked when it turned out that it was a hoax. And that was what was in my mind. But we both on our podcast agreed that we had no reason to believe that Papini was a hoax.
1: Hmm. No, I, I think I, I think I wrestled you down and got you to agree. That's the way I remember it. Well, yes. Well, that's one thing that we're going to that we agree on. I believe is that the headline was wrong, and I don't think it's fair to compare Papini to Wilbanks. You know that brings to mind another woman. It was in Santa Ana, California. A Southern Cal woman has just been exonerated of claims that she responded to some kind of a rape fantasy ad on Craigslist in order to get men to attack her ex-boyfriend's new wife. Now they say it was the new wife who was trying to frame the husband's ex. Okay, you got to have a flow chart for this. Now, the woman's name was Michelle Susan Hadley, just 30 years old. Now, listen to this. First of all, when I hear a woman responds to a rape fantasy ad. Right there, I get suspicious because I don't believe this woman responded to a rape fantasy ad. Okay? It's the other way around. It's men who have to advertise for somebody to take part in a rape fantasy. Okay? Women, they don't have to advertise for men for men that are interested in sex. You basically just look around. Okay? That's how that works. So, Right when I read, you wisely are not saying anything, Alan. this woman responded to a rape fantasy ad on Craigslist right there. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. But as it turns out, this woman, Michelle Susan Hadley, was an innocent victim of this crazy scheme by the new wife. Now why you you've got the man, you're married. Why do you go to so much trouble to frame his ex? Now they've turned their attention on Angela Marie Diaz, and she's charged with kidnapping, false imprisonment, and perjury. Do you know about this story?
0: Yes, it's it's right down the round down the road from where I am here in Los Angeles.
1: Well, so far you've claimed every story we've brought up is in your backyard, but you know all I know is I'm not getting near you with a ten foot pole because everything. <laughs> you, you
0: should come around. here to Los Angeles. I'll show you all the crime.
1: Forget it. Everywhere you go, crime follows. You remind me of Jessica Fletcher in Murder She Wrote. I mean, stay away from her. You'll drop like a fly. Okay, so in this case, do you do you know what rep- rep- police are reportedly are reporting what happened?
0: Yes. Okay, hit me. This. Poor woman was charged.
1: Could you please
0: use? Michelle Hadley. Yes. She was charged with trying to have her ex boyfriend's new wife raped by responding to the Craigslist ad.
1: Insane.
0: Angela Marie Diaz married Hadley's ex boyfriend. There was a condo, a dispute over a condo between Hadley and Diaz.
1: Hold on. Let, let me get this straight. So you've got Angela Marie Diaz, the new wife. Right. Okay. So we've got the new wife. We've got the ex-girlfriend and the husband.
0: And a dispute over who owns a condo.
1: Okay. Let's just go with that. Ex, ex-girlfriend, ex husband, and new wife. Now, the, the dispute over the condo is between the ex-girlfriend and the husband.
0: It's over the, yes, ex. And by the way, the husband, you know what he does for a living? No. He's an agent with the U.S. Marshal's Service.
1: Oh, dear Lord in heaven. I bet he did a backflip. Can we... Okay, the condo argument, the dispute was between the husband and the ex-girlfriend. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Then the new wife gets into the fray. Is that, is that right?
0: That's the alleged... So it all
1: started to unfold in June when Diaz reports to police. Men arrive at her home to engage in a rape fantasy encounter. Now... Diaz is the new wife. Okay, so the new wife claims these guys show up for a rape fantasy. Then prosecutors say the men were intercepted by police and told them they thought that the the guys say, well, we thought this was on the up and up. It's just some kind of role play. Diaz, the new wife, also calls 911 and reports a man tried to attack her in her garage, ripped her shirt, and her neck was red. Okay, The new wife also tells police (laughs) that the ex-girlfriend had been threatening to have her assaulted and sent threats, including graphic photos that she, the new wife, and her unborn child would be killed. Now we know the pregnancy was faked. I mean, this lady, A, needs to go to jail if this is all true, but B, needs a professional team of shrinks. Not just one. She needs a whole team from Vienna. Working on her, so what else do you know about this? The the the, the girlfriend, ex girlfriend, actually goes to jail.
0: She was arrested, and then investigators started doing their work.
1: You know that the new wife, according to according to prosecutors, also faked cancer, even forging doctor's notes, and posed as an attorney. That's just an aside. But but back to the girl, the ex girlfriend actually gets arrested. And put in jail.
0: Police did their due diligence and they traced the all of it back to Diaz, the, the wife. And so now she is the one that's charged.
1: I mean, Michelle Hadley, the victim in this scenario, spoke out and she was just crying about the relief she felt when a judge clears her of charges. Do you know that could have put her behind bars for life? For life? She was three months behind bars. Did you know that three months?
0: Yes. This is such a tragedy on several levels because of the fact that when we hear of cases like this, it causes us to question real victims unfairly. And it causes the police to question real victims unfairly.
1: I think you're right about that, Alan. And and there are, there are more cases like this. But another thing I wanted to talk to you about is the way that she did it. The way The alleged perp did it. She used what is called a virtual network, a VPN, a virtual private network online. Are you familiar with those?
0: I certainly am. You can go to certain websites and and you can blindly send things.
1: What are you doing on a VPN? Well, I'm not.
0: I'm a journalist. I I research Mm -hmm. these things. I've not personally done this.
1: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Let me get your journalistic explanation of what is a virtual private network.
0: It hides your internet protocol address. You can you can go anonymously. It makes it for example if you are in Russia and you want to look like you're in Maryland, you can go to a virtual private network address and it will it will hide your IP.
1: A virtual private network is a method that uses encryption or code to provide a secure access to a remote computer over the internet. It hides your IP address, correct?
0: Right, uh, that's the ultimate thing that it does. It keeps you from being seen, found, located.
1: That's how she did this. So that's how police originally didn't really connect her up to it because she used a VPN. And that takes, that takes a little bit of doing. I mean, I guess if you're used to using a VPN, it's not hard, but just sitting here, I would not know exactly how how you would do it i mean for instance there's ip vanish i mean when i hear the word vanish i think okay who who needs to vanish who needs their internet address to vanish but that's an example of one of them there are many of them and they're apparently very fast so how would she have done it
0: well she would have found out how by going to google and researching it and when you do that you do leave a trail
1: here is Express VPN, Nord VPN, Hide My Ass VPN, IP Vanish. I'm just looking along. I mean,
0: well, you know, now they don't need to Google it. They just need to listen to your okay. podcast <laughs> and I know how to do it.
1: <laughs> okay, that's funny. You're teaching these Thank people you. how to I'm be so criminals. I'm so proud of that. So long story short, this woman does three months in jail before she's exonerated. So, long story short, police are saying that in the Papini case, long circle back, the Papini case, the husband passed a polygraph that he voluntarily took. And let's just think about this thing, common sense, before we start throwing around legal terms and investigative journalist terms. To believe she did it, let's just accept that he passed a polygraph, although they can be beat. So if he passes a polygraph, that means she did it all on her own or with an accomplice. Now, what would her motivation be? you got to come up with that. You don't have to prove it in a court of law, but, I mean, we're just talking about did she do it? Did she fake it? And she was badly beaten when the police found her. Would she have inflicted a beating on herself? Not only that, she had lost, she was emaciated, she lost, according to some accounts, between 15 and 20 pounds in less than three weeks. So would she have inflicted all of that? Herself, shearing, I mean, cutting her hair off, beating herself, starving herself? For what? I, I don't buy it, really.
0: Well, even if she didn't have that evidence on her, you couldn't say that it was a hoax. I mean, there are examples of people who are kidnapped, and when they are released, they don't have scars on them, and they don't have their hair cut.
1: True, true. So I guess we're all laying this what at the feet of Jennifer Wilbanks just because she crapped out on her wedding. I <laughs> mean, oh man. Well, there are historically. Girl, you're you not going to dig up Sinatra again, 100%. are you? You are. Okay, go ahead.
0: Get it out of your system. Frank Sinatra Jr. was actually kidnapped. Yes, he was. In December of 1963. When I was a young man, the rumor. Well, according to me, I wasn't born. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Of course you weren't. A rumor at the time was that his dad, whose career had kind of lagged a little bit, it was a big, highly publicized case. And the idea was that he was using this to try to boost his publicity and his singing career. But it turned out. It really was a kidnapping and that Frank Sinatra Jr. was released and, of course, lived.
1: Can we just agree that right now we believe Sherry Papini was telling the truth and is telling the truth and was kidnapped? Can we agree on that? Yes,
0: just like we said on our previous podcast.
1: Yeah, you know what? We did, didn't we? Another thing, having been a crime victim, on top of everything else, it hurts so much when you're treated like that by other people. I know that's just another layer of pain. I mean, given our determination that she is telling the truth, just imagine on top of that, people questioning her. You know what? I I have to go out of town tomorrow, and I am absolutely miserable because I'm going to be away from the twins. Now, granted, I'm going somewhere I I love. I'm going to go be with my friends at Hallmark. Um, for the next Haley Dean movie, and I'm really looking forward to that, but I don't want to be away from the twins. Can you imagine being away from your children and not knowing if you would ever see them again? Ever. I mean, yes, I love my husband. Of course I do. There's something about your children The thought. She lived through that awful, much less having people drag her through the mud now. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I'm a granddad, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And, in fact, as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to go and pick up my grandkids.
1: You know what? I'm going to go get my children, too. I'm going to go interrupt their school day. They have recess. Today, the recess is a different time every day. How do I know? Because, yes, that's me stalking them in the distance. Um, Sometimes they see me and pretend they don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to go get them and get them out of school early. And actually put on a formal document that they have an appointment. And they do have an appointment with me at the playground. So that's where I'm going. But for right now, Papini's telling the truth until I hear different. I don't want to hear any more discussion that it's a hoax. I agree. Can we agree on that, Duke? I've always agreed. Yeah, right, right, right. That's your story now and you're sticking to it. All right. Goodbye, friends.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.